What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Last Take Sports Podcast. And we've been doing a lot of uh, college basketball podcasts recently. And we're going to continue with, with that with that trend for the next week, couple weeks, because it's right around the best time of the year for college basketball fans. And we're officially in champ week. Conference tournaments for the Power Five, Power Six, essentially, are underway. Some of the the not as big games have gone on and tomorrow or when the day you're listening to this is really when the conferences get into full the full swing of things the big tens in the second round the SEC's in the second round the Pac-12 is in the quarterfinals the big 12s in the quarterfinals the ACC is in the quarterfinals the big east is in the quarterfinals and we're here to give you our predictions for who will win each conference and Andrew let's jump right into it with the conference that we know the best and that's the Big Ten. Who do you have winning this conference tournament, Andrew? The, this decision was really tough for me because it was between two teams, and that was Michigan and Illinois. And it ultimately came down to who's the hottest right now. And I, I have to give that edge to Illinois. And Illinois is looking really hot. Uh, ever since that loss to Michigan State, they haven't really looked back. And Io Dosunmu is now back and somewhat healthy, even though he's wearing a mask, he is back on the court and playing still at a high level. So with them fully healthy and they're looking pretty good right now and they're really hot, I have to give them the edge over Michigan and Michigan lost one of their key players, Eli Brooks. So who knows if he'll play at all in the tournament, but even if he does, he won't be playing at full strength. So I definitely think that since Illinois is the hotter team right now, I have to say, and they're pretty much fully healthy with the exception of Io Dosumu who's kind of playing half healthy, but like I said, still playing at a very high level. I have to give that edge to Illinois. So I'm picking Illinois here. I'm going Illinois, but for a different reason. And that reason is uh, one team has Io Dosumu and the other one doesn't. Io Dosumu is arguably the most clutch player I've seen play college basketball since uh, Kemba Walker. I don't know if I can name a player who's been more clutch in his two, two and a half, almost three years now at Illinois. He's basically unstoppable once the game gets under the four-minute timeout. And uh, most of the games that they're going to play, including a game which will most likely be against Michigan, Ohio State, Purdue, maybe somehow – I'm not even going to say it. Um, but if Illinois gets into a game down the stretch, there's no way that they're losing it. And I'll probably come back to eat absolute crap from saying this, but I can't imagine a team – playing better down the stretch of a specific game than Illinois with Ayo Desumu. I, I can't see them losing a close game from now and even going into the NCAA tournament. So that's why I have Illinois. Moving on now to arguably the second best conference in the country, and that is the Big 12. And I think this one's relatively easy, but I'm interested to see what you have here, Andrew. I, I agree. And this one didn't take me too long to pick. And I had to go with Baylor here. They're just the best team in the conference and by a good margin. And I don't really think you can debate that. I mean, I think they'll definitely see some good teams down the stretch of the tournament and most likely in the conference uh, championship game, because I mean, this, like you said, it's the second best conference and it's still a very good conference. Most years it would be the best conference in college basketball, but of course the Big Ten is just absolutely stacked. But that does not mean the Big 12 isn't, and the Big 12 is very stacked as well. 
I mean, you're going to be seeing teams like Kansas, teams like Oklahoma State, teams like West Virginia, I mean, Texas Tech. You're going to be seeing them in this conference tournament, and anything can happen. But Baylor has just been dominating this conference all year through COVID uh, pauses and everything. I mean, Baylor is just a truly dominant team. I mean, they're a very good team. We've been seeing it all year. One loss all year, and that was basically coming off of a COVID pause on the road against Kansas, who's a very solid team. I mean, this team is very good, and now that they've been off COVID pause for a while and they're starting to get back in their groove, I don't see them losing this conference tournament, so I have Baylor. Yeah, Andrew, I agree. Baylor's been the best team in the Big 12 all year long, except for a slight slip-up after uh, a, basically their entire team had COVID for, and they didn't play for almost four weeks, I believe. So with them being in the, to the swing of things at this point, I don't see anyone could, that can beat them. I mean, we saw Kansas could, but the fact that they're going to be missing David McCormick and uh, Tristan Enaruna going into this Big 12 tournament, I can't envision anyone – beating them and honestly coming too close to them within this entire tournament. So I think they're far and above the favorite to win this conference and arguably the NCAA tournament right now, but moving on now to the sec, Andrew, who do you have winning this conference? Well, Henry, one, one quick thing before we move on to the sec. And I just want to say, I don't know if they're the clear Baylor's the clear favorite to win the big 12 like I don't think they're gonna I mean they should be the favorite and I have them winning but I don't think they're like gonna start blowing teams out I mean they're they like I said they have to play West Virginia most likely or they they are they're gonna have to play teams like West Virginia teams like Oklahoma State Kansas Texas Tech Oklahoma Texas who knows but they're gonna have to play tough teams in this tournament and I don't know if they're just going to start blowing all these teams out. So I think they're the favorite. I think they're going to win. I just don't know if they're going to like take care of business easily against these teams. But like you said, let's move on to the SEC. And I have Alabama uh, winning uh, this conference tournament. And that's just because Alabama is the best offensive team. And I, I just think they're the best team overall. So I think they're going to take care of business just because of They've been performing the best throughout the uh, regular season, and I believe they're just going to keep that up and perform well throughout the conference tournament and end up taking it home. Andrew, I'm going to disagree with you here, and I think right now the team playing the best in the conference is Arkansas, and I don't really think it's necessarily all that close. Alabama has had some recently close games against teams like Mississippi State and Georgia and even Vanderbilt. They also went in – to Fayetteville and lost pretty handily to Arkansas. So I think Arkansas is playing the best basketball. I think they have an, a, a significantly easier road to get to the conference championship game. And I think right now they're playing the best basketball and are arguably the best team. And they have the best ability to match up with Alabama. And I honestly think that they'll end up beating them in the SEC tournament. So that's why I have Arkansas. I mean, this tournament is wide open in the air. I mean, honestly, Kentucky should be one of the top five or six favorites to win the conference, considering it's Kentucky and what Cal can do in the SEC tournament from year to year. 
but we'll have to see what goes on. They could arguably probably lose to Mississippi State the day you're listening to this, and maybe when you're listening to this, they probably already lost by 25 points, but we'll see. Moving on now to the ACC and the worst ACC we've had probably since me, Andrew, have been alive with no real clear-cut favorite, no real clear-cut Final Four, even Elite Eight contender. But, Andrew, with all that being said, who do you have winning the ACC? Henry, I have Florida State winning, and that's just because I think they're the best all-around team. And and this this conference, like you said, is not that good. And I, I was struggling with this pick because I this conference is just not good. And I think plenty of teams can win this conference. I think North Carolina is a shot. I think actually Duke has somewhat of a shot. And I think Florida State and Virginia, most realistically, those four teams, I think, have actual shots at winning the conference tournament. But when I'm looking at it, I think it comes down to me. For me, it comes down to uh, Florida State and Virginia. And between those two, I just think Florida State's a more well-rounded team. I think Virginia's heavily defensive team like they have been in the past, but they just don't have much offensive uh, firepower. I mean, Sam Hauser is probably the the most they got. I mean, Jay Hoff isn't going to go out and just light it up for you or Kihei Clark. I mean, Sam Hauser is what you got, and I don't think he's going to carry you over a very well-rounded and balanced Florida State team. So with that being said, I have the Florida State Seminoles winning the ACC tournament. Yeah, I also have Florida State winning because, I mean, ultimately, I would say they pro- they might be the best team. And if they get into a matchup with Virginia in the final, they should easily win that. But there are teams that they have could have to play that give them that could give them a lot more problems. I mean, they haven't even played Duke, so we don't know what type of matchup they problem they are for Duke. But I think Duke could could give them some problems. They also have to play North Carolina, who we are, who or could play North Carolina, who we already know give, could give them some problems. They could also play Virginia Tech, who we know can beat just about anyone in the country with their ability to knock down shots. And if they're able to knock down shots on a consistent basis, they haven't played them yet. But I mean, if they're if they have to play Virginia Tech or Florida or North Carolina, that's a tough matchup regardless. And they have to play Duke the day you're listening to this. So, I mean, regardless, they're going to have to go through some tough matchups, but I think ultimately they're going to be able to find a way to win the ACC tournament. Probably not do much in the NCAA tournament, considering that they're arguably not that good of a team. In my opinion, a lot of people are considering them a sleeper. I don't think they're all that good, but, you know, I'll let people think what they want to think. And now moving on to the Pac-12, also known as the Conference of Losers, as I like to call it, considering that Bill Walton still thinks it's the Conference of Champions, and considering they haven't won any championships recently, I'm going to consider it the Conference of Losers, Andrew. Yeah, and the Pac-12 is just not a good conference, but if I had to pick a team, I'm going to go with Colorado, and this might come to a surprise with some of you guys, but Colorado's been heating up. I mean, they just beat USC, who is on top of the Pac-12 conference right now. Uh, They beat them uh, at the end of February by 18, I believe it was, convincingly. And then they went on to beat UCLA, who's right now sitting fourth in the conference. And they beat them by nine, which is solid. And they're on a current four-game winning streak. I think they can take this momentum. They have the star that can win them games in McKinley Wright. I mean, 
I, I think this Colorado team, especially with them heating up, they've shown that they can beat the top teams in this conference, even though they aren't that good. The top teams are. They, they've shown that they can beat them. So I believe they can beat anyone in this conference. And with them having the star that can take them to this uh, conference uh, championship and win it for them, and them starting to get hot with four straight wins, including one against a team tied for the top position in in the uh, Pac-12 conference. I, I got Colorado taking this one, Henry. I got Oregon, Andrew. They're playing the best basketball of anyone in the Pac-12 right now, and they're the most complete team on offense and defense right now. And Chris Duarte is one of the most underrated players in the country. I think with his him playing the best basketball that he's played of his career, he's going to be the, the difference between Oregon making a run, winning the Pac-12 tournament, and not winning the Pac-12 tournament, and being a complete flop in the NCAA tournament. Moving on now to our final conference that we have today. We have the Big East, and this conference is wide open from top to bottom, considering that the number one team in the country or the number one team in the conference is without two of their best players. The number two team has has some problems of their own. The number three team isn't, I mean, we don't know how good they truly are. And then from four through 11, none of those teams are locked in tournament teams. So this conference is going to be a bloodbath. But Andrew, who do you have winning this conference tournament? I, I am not too confident with this pick, but with no clear favorite, I, I, I think I have to go with this pick, and that's Creighton. I have Creighton winning the Big East uh, tournament. Like I said, not very confident in this pick. I mean, down the stretch, they've been pretty inconsistent. I mean, let's just date back to mid-February. They beat Villanova, full-strength Villanova, by 16, and then they go on, they beat – DePaul by uh, 25, I believe, or 24. And then they lose to Xavier by eight. So now they, they drop one. And then they go on to lose against Villanova by, by 12. So now, now you're like, oh, they dropped two in a row. And then they bounce back and they win against Butler by 20. So this, this team is, I think they're a good team, but it's hard to tell. They play Butler, I know, and like I said, they literally just beat them March 6th, five days, five days before they play them next time. Uh, they beat them by 20. So I assume they're going to win that game. And then it comes down, I believe they would play UConn, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, assuming that UConn gets passed. And I, I just think Creighton's a more talented, more experienced team. And I, I think they're going to win that. And, I mean, aside from that, I mean, Villanova lost their best player in Gillespie. So I don't think Villanova is going to win. So that takes out the top team because they've just shown that they're having a hard time playing without Gillespie. And the fourth-ranked team is Seton Hall. And I just don't think Seton Hall will beat Creighton just because I think Creighton's a better team. So – it basically leaves Creighton and UConn in that semifinals game, which I assume will happen. And I got Creighton taking it based off experience and talent. So I, I got Creighton winning the Big East, but like I said, I'm not too confident about this one. 
Yeah, Andrew, and I, you see a common theme here. I like to pick the team that's playing the best basketball at the time to win their conference tournament. And that's a lot of times how it goes in the conference tournaments, but not necessarily in the eight, in the big, the big dance, the NCAA tournament, whatever you want to call it. But the team that's playing the best basketball in the Big East right now is far and above the UConn Huskies, their first year back in the Big East. And I think right now they're playing the best basketball out of everyone. They have the best player, in my opinion, in the Big East and James Booknight. And I think that his his ability to go on a Kemba Walker type run, not, you know, win national championship, but at least win the Big East tournament will be a key reason why they're able to win the Big East tournament. And I don't think Villanova without Justin Moore and Colin Gillespie is capable of beating a team like UConn or Creighton. And ultimately, I think the game between UConn and Creighton on Friday night in Madison Square Garden will decide who wins the championship because I think whoever wins that game will end up winning the championship. But with that, Andrew, I think this would be a great time to wrap up today's podcast. As always, we want to thank everyone for listening. We hope you did enjoy. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and download this podcast. And we'll see you guys next time on the Last Take Sports Podcast.